Adam kiyakriv mikem karban lahavaya mina behema vachula. An Adam, a person, when he sacrifices from within you, a sacrifice to God from the animal, etc. We have to understand why the Pasuk says Adam kiyakriv. Why is bringing a sacrifice based on being an Adam? So the Zohar in Parshas Yisrael says, Praiseworthy are the Jewish people that HaKadosh Baruch Hu called them Adam. As the Pesach says, Atem Tzayni, you are my pastor, Adam Atem, you are called Adam. And as the Pesach says, the Zohar brings, Atem Advekim Kechem, meaning that the Zohar connects the Dvekus, that the Jewish people have with Hashem to the Indian that they're called Adam. And we said that it was an Adam that's able to bring a carbon. And the Medrash Rabbah says here in Vayikra, a marshal, a parable of a king that tells his one of his servants to be careful with a certain garment, and the servant says, why this garment more than any, any other garment? And the king says, because this one is attached to my body, so does Moshe ask HaKadosh Baruch, or master of the universe from the 70 nations that you have. All you're commanding is to command the Bnei Yisrael, speak to Bnei Yisrael, why them more than any other nation? Hashem responds, Shehein because they're connected to me, Hadodich Siv and the Medjish brings to explain how Hashem is saying the Jewish people have Dvekas Hashem. The Medjish brings the Pasuk from Yermia. Kikasher al ish, as there's a Dvekas, as there's the connection, as a person connects a belt onto the hips of a person, we understand from this also that Nisham and Sisrael are called Adam because of Dveikus. What does that have to do with Karbanas? That because they have Dveikus with Hashem, that's why they could bring a Karban. Also, we have to understand why it is the Medrash Rabbah. When the Medrash is bringing the parable of the Dveikus that the Jewish people are like that garment that has Dveikus to the king, why does the Medrash not bring like the Zohar, the Pasuk from Toravatim Advekim by Vali Kechem, but rather brings the Pasuk instead from Yermia as a person has a belt connected to their hips. Ulahov and Kolzet to answer all these questions. We have to preface what we left off in the previous Mimer of Kimchem Akarchaim that they're generally two Madregas and Orein Sof. Orein Sof, which is Hashem revealing everything that He is, which we learned in the previous Mimer is Yechelis Ha'atzmos, the ability of God to do everything. That's the light of Orein Sof, which generally has two Madregas. As it's already, Bebechinas Hamshacha Vegilu, as it's already expressed and revealed his spashtas or and as the or is still kolob atzmasamar as the or in sof is still within god within the essence of the luminary when it's not yet a revealed light and not yet its own entity at all. Rather, what's Arin Sof when it's still within Hashem? And of course, we learned in the previous Maimah that all of Arin Sof before Tzimtzum is generally this Bechina, which is known as Yechelis Ha'atzmus, the ability of Atmos to shine. Yecholte Lahoyer or Arin Sof is within Atmos, his Yechelis, his ability to shine light. And we learned at the end of the previous Mimer that this ability, Yechelas Ha'atzmus, is Kadman Kikad is as eternal as God is, has been as long as God has been. Shmei HaGadol, his name that's lasted as long as he, his Yechelas, his ability to do everything to shine light.
And it's important just to remember before we begin now, Adkan is what the Rebbe Shah brings from the previous Mimer, but it's important before we begin this Mimer just to remember that when we speak about Yechoyles Ha'atzmus, the ability of Atzmus to do everything, that's not the same as saying that something has a Koyach, something is in potential. We all have faculties, we have strengths, we have talents, we have potential. Those are things we include. They're part of our soul, they're part of who we are. That means that we're a compound of different koiches, of potential, of faculties, etc. In Atzmus, chas v'sholem, to say that there's included, that there's within Atzmus anything, there's just Atzmus who's completely simple, obviously without any parts or anything. So Yechoyles Atzmus is just the fact that God could do anything. And Orin Sof before Tzimtzum is the revelation of the fact of, of everything God is that he could do everything. Adkan is from the previous Mimer. When we speak about his ability to do anything, that's obviously not anything specific. His ability is to do anything. And Orin Sof, we learned in the previous Mimer, is his is from that Yechoyles, the fact that he could shine, that he could reveal his infinite light. But included within that Yechoyles of Atzmas is also the opposite, the ability to do the exact opposite, which is to conceal any revelation of light, to be mitzamtsem gilui or, to conceal all light, and also to make the light included within the luminary, and also to make limited aspects and rays of light, all the tzimtzumim, all the contractions and concealments that also is in Yechelis Ha'atzmas Shelo'i Loha'ir, his Yechelis' ability not to shine, because any revelation of light can never be contracted only from its source. In other words, the source of where all light is coming from, only that's where the contraction could come from. So it's obviously in Atzmusa, in Hashem's essence, his Yechelis' ability that just like he has the ability to shine, so does the ability not to shine light. And as explained by the Rebbe Roshab's son, the Friedrich Rebbe, and the Lubavitch Rebbe of our generation in many Mamarm, that essentially what the Rebbe Roshab just said over here is the essence, is the ultimate essence and truth of God's unity. Because within Atzmos, everything, whether revelation or concealment, light or darkness, everything, everything, is included as one entity, Yechelis Atzmos, the ability of God to do anything. And that includes the ability to shine His light as an infinite light and reveal everything He is, and it includes the ability to contract the light and shine contracted rays of light, or hide the light with completely within Himself. But in Atzmus, they're obviously completely unified, because as we said, there's not Khalil any compound within God's essence, it's just His ability to do everything to shine or not to shine. And we therefore understand that all concealment and all contraction and limitation is coming from God's essence, just like Orin Sof, and that's the deeper meaning of the Pasuk in Yermia. Another Pasuk, Ata, You made heaven and earth with your great strength. And perish, that means when what the Pasuk is talking about when it says, Your great strength in God's essence is like we said, is the Indian of Yechai, not like a strength or a talent that we include, but when we're talking about Atmos, it means his Yechelis, his ability, that just like it's his ability to shine Ein Sof, and that's called Kechacha HaGodol. What else is called Kechacha HaGodol, the great 
Yechelis of Atzmus just as much as the ability to shine, so to the Yechelis to do Tzimtzum, to contract the light, that it should only be a Kav, that it should only be one ray and one line of light, the opposite of Ein Sof. That Yechelis is also called Kechacha HaGodol, just like Revelation is the ability of Atzmus, so is concealment, the ability of Atzmus, and they are as one within God's essence. And the opposite, the ability to contract and conceal the light reveals the essence of God in a way even more than revelation. Because when the light is revealed, then one is feeling the light of God. But when God con- con- contracts and conceals and does tzimtzum and makes that no light is felt at all, then God's essence is standing in a state of revelation. No light, it's just God's essence, which is the secret of what Kabbalah says, that the Sharish of Gvurus is the Maila Mesharsha Chasadim, that the source of all contraction is even higher than the source of all revelation, because when God is holding back and not revealing, then His essence is there. That's tapping into and touching the essence. But based on this, based on what we now just learned, that within Atmos is Yechelis is equal, these two kavan, these two ways of being, of either shining as infinite light or contracting it, now we can answer the question that was asked in the Maimur Vayoylech about the sentence from the Tikkunei Zoyar. And this Tikkunei Zoyar says, Or ein sof l'mayla aden ketz, ulamata aden tachlis, that or ein sof is up above to no end, and down below to no finish, which the simple meaning of the Zohar seems to be saying that or ein sof is everywhere, or ein sof is up above in the highest places and down below. But l'chair, it's not understood. What do you mean up above, up above and down below? There's no above and below in Orin Sof. There's nothing other than Orin Sof. Elama, what do you want to say that the Zohar wants to say how Orin Sof is everywhere? That even now Orin Sof is up and below. So the, what the Zohar should say, as it says in another place, is Lesa Sarponimine. There's no place void, there's no place empty of God's being. God is everywhere. So the Zohar should just say, Leisasar, there's no place, Ponimine, that's empty from Him. He's everywhere. So what is it, why does the, if, if we just want to say that Oren Sof is everywhere, say it that way. What does it mean that it's up above and down below? Rather, from here we understand the answer is that the Tikkunei Zohar is saying, Leisasar Ponimine, that Oren Sof is everywhere by explaining how Oren Sof is everywhere. Everywhere and everything, the infinite and the finite, the revelation and the concealment equally. Because Orin Sof, as we learned in the previous Mimer, is a revelation of Atmos. That's what Orin Sof is. And just, li- and just like in Atmos, there's the Echelis that we just learned. And the Echelis is a unified force that could do anything, reveal and conceal. So when that becomes refracted, when that becomes revealed and reflected in the Orin Sof, so then already within the R, there are now two inyanim, two ways of being that the light has. In Atmos, the Yechelis is unified, but as it now is shining in Orin Sof, now the light has two different ways of being. One is a way of revelation, Ein Sof Pashtusay, that there's no end to how much the light spreads out. That's the revelation, that's the Maila, that's the above. And when the Zohar is saying there's a mata, there's a below, what that means, that one of the ways that God manifests is in a way of infinity, of infinite revelation, but the, the mata, the below, is that there's a second way, which is the 
fact that God could conceal the light and make the light be included within himself, that the light should be included within Atmos and be included in the luminary, and also included in that means all the different contracted rays of light that are in our world, that become all the worlds, all the Hagbala, all the finitude within the worlds, that's also part of our Sof. That's what it means above and below. It doesn't mean literally above and below, but rather the power of contraction and concealment, and the power of revelation and expression in the light, that in Atmos it's all Yechelis. In Atmos, it's the unified ability of God to do anything, to shine or not to shine, and that then reflect, reflects and refracts in the light as being the revelation of the light and the concealment of the light. And Bederach Klalitz is infinite and his finite and finite powers that when it comes to God's revelation, when God reveals his light, that's Ein Sof, and when he contracts his light, that brings about the Tzimtzum and the finite rays of God's light, and therefore... Any way of God's light of being is all parts, so to speak, of Orin Sof, that's Lamaila, then Ketzel, Lamatad, and Tachlis, that Orin Sof is up above them and down below, meaning that Orin Sof manifests in these two ways of infinite revelation and contraction and concealment. Now, if we remember, we learned in the previous Mimer of Kiimcha that when it comes to the spreading out of the Orin Sof, the Espashta Sa'or, not the light as it's included within God, but even as the light is already now spreading out, within that level of the spreading out, the Espashta, there are two levels. There's first the spreading out that God reveals His infinite light to Himself, which is known as Spherus Ein Ketz, infinite Spherus. And then when there's Aliyah Sarats and when God has a will within Orin Sof, there's the will for there to be worlds that God wants now that His light should manifest as worlds. That's called the light. The Or Shebebechinas Aliyah Sarats. Those two levels, those two Madregas also come from these two ways of the Orin Sof of manifesting the, of the Maila Lomata, the two ways of Orin Sof being. And more than that, Vizeu Gamkein, says the Rebbe Shab, after Tzimtzum, when later on in worlds, God's light will manifest. We know that God's light manifests in worlds in, in a way of save of Kol Almen. And Mimali Kol Almen, in the worlds, God's light manifests in a way of encompassing all worlds as one. And permeating and filling all worlds, that's save of Kol Almen and Mimali Kol Almen. And those two levels of save of Mimali also come from these two Kaven, these two manifestations of Arin Sof. The original Shoirish, the original root of Sev of Kulaman and Mamale Kulaman before Tzimtzum are these two levels of the light, of Ispashta Sa'ar, of Spheres Enkets, of Infinite Spheres, and the Ten Spheres Hagnuzois, the hidden Ten Spheres after God has a will for worlds. Those are the sources of Sev of Mamale before Tzimtzum, and they come from the fact that Arin Sof is has these two ways of being, which is a reflection of the Yechelas Ha'atzmus. Now, based on this, the Rebbe Shab goes back and answers the questions that he asked in the Maimer HaChodesh, HaChodesh HaZalachem, the one before Vayoylech. You see, this whole set of Mamarim, this group of Mamarim that we started with, the Maimer HaChodesh, that continues until now, this Maimer Adam Kiyakriv is where the Rebbe Shab answers all the questions. So to just remind ourselves, when the Maimar HaChodesh, we began learning, we're trying to understand why we need Avodah B'Kayach Atzmai, why everyone has to toil from their own effort to serve Hashem. So in order to answer this, the Rebbe Shah began explaining the two different types of souls there are, Banim and Avodim, children and servants, 
And first he explains the Bonim, those souls, those Neshamas Datsilos, those very high souls that are called Bonim, Neshamas Dema, that are called God's children, the ones that they are a revelation of Atsilos, they're the ultimate Adam. We learn that Adam, that Atsilos is called Adam, why are they called Adam, these holy Neshamas? And Atsilos, that they come from Atsilos, and Atsilos is, the world of Atsilos is also called Adam. So we learned in the Maimra Chodesh because of Adam Le'Elyon, because the world of Atsilos resembles the Most High, resembles God, Adam Le'Elyon. And then in the Maimra Chodesh, the Rebbe Shab asked a question, which he's now going to answer in this Maimra three different ways. He then asked in the Maimra Chodesh, how could we say that Atzilus as Adam Le'Elyon resembles the Most High? Seemingly we know that Chochma comes from Ayin, that Atzilus is a creation, Yesh Me'ayin, that Hashem created the spheres of Atzilus. They're not just a revelation and a reflection of God, Mamish, seemingly. They were created, yesh ma'ayin. So how could we say that Atzilus is Adam el-Elyon and at the same time it's a creation, yesh ma'ayin? And the Rebbe Shab is now going to answer that question in this mimer three different ways. First, the Rebbe Shab says like this, that now that we understand that in Arin Sof, the Hispashtus of the Arin Sof, there are these two levels of the infinite sphere, sphere Saint Ketz, and then the light when God has a will for there to be worlds, the Or of Elias Herotzen, where there's the Esosphere's Agnuses, and we learn that both of them come our reflection of Yechelis Atmos. they're equally Kechacha HaGodol, Atasisa Shomayim Vesarts, but Kechacha HaGodol, they're equally Yechelis Atmos. they're all God's infinite unity, His essence, V'nim now, according to this, it comes out that after Tzimtzum, when the Kav comes back into the Halal, where is the Kav, right? We know Tzimtzum, Hashem concealed, contracted, removed His infinite light and made a Halal, a Mokampana, a place void of any light. And then He reintroduced the Kav, that line of light, back into the Halal that then creates all the worlds. When that line of light, when the Kav comes back into the Chalal, where is that Kav coming from? It's coming from the Bechina of Koyach HaGvul Sof. It's the ability of Ein Sof to be finite, which is as infinite and as Ein Sof as his ability to be infinite. But it's Koyach HaGvul that there should be Esospheris. In other words, the Kav is coming from the lower level of the light before its symptom of the Esospheris Agnusis, the ten spheres that are included still within Orin Sof. And when the Kav comes into the Chalal, it's coming from that aspect of the light, the finite, so to speak, Kiviochel within Orin Sof, the, the Shoirish, the root of Mamalikol Alman. That's where Kav is coming from back into the Chalal. And therefore, Lagabe, that Madreg of Orin Sof, the third level, the last level of the expression of the Orin Sof, vis a vis that level, the Kav is Me'ein Hamor, is Mamish of the light. It's just Bedvekus, it's a continuation and a revelation of that light. It's a drawing down from concealment to revelation of the Koyach Gvul in Koyach Ein Sof Mamish. And therefore, the Kav is not a creation, the Kav is not a created light, Khalila. The Kav is a line of light, a line from Orin Sof, a line of the light of Orin Sof coming from the Esospheris Agnusis. And therefore, comes out according to this, that if now the Kav, and not just Kav, but also Chochmah Da'atzilus, meaning the spheres of Atzilus that are made by the Kav, 
vis-a-vis the lowest level of Orin Sof, the level of Orin Sof that already has the Esesphere Sagnuzes. So then it's Adamala Elyon. Then the Kav and Chochma resemble the Most High because they're like Orin Sof. Because Orin Sof has within it the Esesphere Sagnuzes, the concealed ten spheres, the Koyach of Gvul, the, the aspect of the God's light which is finite. Because Atzmus has also the Yecholis the ability not to shine. So when the Kav is coming back into the Chalal, it's coming from that level of the light. And therefore the Kav is Adam Elyon, and so is Chachmed Atzilus. They're Adam Elyon. They resemble that level, the last level of Arin Sofa Esesvirus Agnuzis. Aval, but when it comes to the higher level of Arin Sof, when Arin Sof is shining in a way, shining in a way of Bligvul, the sphere saying Ketz, when Oren Sof is shining in a way before the Hashem has the will for worlds, when in spheres saying Ketz, the infinite spheres, where there could be infinite amount of different types of spheres and different types of ways, etc., and even higher levels of Oren Sof, where there's not Shaykh spheres at all, Lagabe that, Kav and Chachma are Yesh Me'ayin. That's how he answers the question that he asked in Achoydesh. That Lagabi, the lowest level of Arin Sof, which is the Gvul, which is the, so to speak, finite aspect of Arin Sof, the light of Kav and Chachma are just a revelation. Mehele Melagilui, from concealment to revelation, it's Mamish, just a revelation of that aspect of Arin Sof, so therefore it could be called Odom Adam Elyon. But Lagabi, the higher levels of Arin Sof, the spheres Enkets, then the Kav is completely Eina Reich, completely incomparable to the to the infinite aspect of Arin Sof. And the same thing when it comes to Chachma. Chachma dat silus is Adam Le'elion Lagabi the Kav and Lagabi the Shirish of the Kav, which is the lowest level of Arin Sof. But Lagabi the higher levels, Chachmez Yesh Ma'ayin, is a completely new entity, Lagabi the higher levels of Arin Sof. But based on this, we could understand that this is the deepest meaning of what the Pasuk says, Nase Adam B'Tzalmenu Kidmuseinu, let us make man in our form and our image, because Adam, which is the Esosphere, the Tensphere of Atzilus, that's the ultimate Adam, because it has the form which our, obviously, our bodies and our form comes from, the Tzir Adam of, <clears throat> of there being a skull and a brain and all the aspects of the personality, so to speak, of God and Atzilus, that's all called Adam. Because the Mamish reflects the Esses because the ten spheres of Atsilos are literally a reflection and a Gilui of the ten spheres as they were within Orin Sof before Tsimtsum. Meaning, of course, the last level of Orin Sof before Tsimtsum, the light that is already when God has a will for there to be worlds. But Orin Sof itself, Orin Sof higher, the, the higher levels of Orin Sof, it's not Shaykh to call Adam, Kiloi Adam Hu. Of course, there's no form whatsoever. And the spheres Enkets, infinite spheres, and even higher levels in Lagabi, those Madregas, all the ten spheres of Atsilos is Yeshma'ain, is a completely new creation. So Ad Khan is the first answer that the Rebbe Rashab gave to resolve the paradox about the Kav and the Chochmah. And now he's going to give another answer. But just to clarify what's going to be the Chiddush of the second answer. 
So Ad Akshav, what we said is that the Kav is Mamish coming from within that level of Arin Sof, the last, the lowest level of Arin Sof, which is Mamish a Bechina of Gvul, which there's a Mamish an aspect of finitude and concealment within Arin Sof, Mamish, and it's as much Ein Sof as the ability to reveal in an infinite way, and that's where the Kav is coming from. But now in this answer, what the Rebbe Shab is going to say is that when we speak about the last level of Arin Sof as being the Esosphere's Agnusus, it still doesn't mean that there's actual an aspect of Gvul in Arin Sof, in that light. It's not really Gvul Mamish knows when the, until now we've been saying that the Kav is Mamish Me'enamor and it's Mamish completely just a revelation of that last aspect of Arin Sof, because that last aspect of Arin Sof has Mamish Gvul in it, a Bechina of Gvul, an Indian of Esosphere Sagnuzis. But Va'oidya Yishloimar, the Rebbe Shab says in the second answer, and this has to do now, these, these three different answers in this mimer have to do with different shitas and Kabbalah, which Hasidus speaks about different ways of understanding from the Kabbalists, different ways of understanding. So now this answer is going to say that within Arin Sof, even that last level is not Mamish Gvul, finitude and limitation, but just the Koyach to do Gvul, to make limitation happen outside of Arin Sof. Even this last aspect of Arin Sof is not making Gvul within Arin Sof, but there's no actual Indian of Gvul Bechlal, but rather it's the power, the light, that last aspect of light, which is the source for there to be limitation later on, outside, after Tzimtzum, in Atzilus and the other worlds, etc. And therefore comes out that the Kav, even though on one hand it's Bedvekus, it's Me'ena Ma'or, it's like the luminary, it's a, it's a light that's coming from Ein Sof, but the light of the Kav is Be'ein Arich is incomparable also to the last level of Ein Sof. Meaning, not like we said in the first answer that it's Mamish Adam Le'elyon to that level. No. It's Be'ein Arich, it's completely Be'ein Arich, even to the Koyach, the ability of Ein Sof to make Gvul. And so how are we going to answer the question in Achodesh that Chachma is Adam Le'elyon only Legabe the Kav? But definitely, yesh ma'ayin legabi, the shoyrish and the mocker, the source and the root of the kav before tzimtzum, then chachm is definitely yesh ma'ayin. So chachma, the second answer, chachm is only adam el-elin legabi, the kav, because the kav is coming from the last level of Arin Sof, but the last level of Arin Sof, in this second answer, is not an Indian of Gvul, it's just the Koyach to do Gvul outside of Orin Sof. And in order to understand and explain this phenomenon, that there's not an actual Gvul in Orin Sof, it's just the power to do Gvul outside itself, the Rebbe Shab now spends a good chunk of this mimer explaining how the same thing applies to Kalem of Atzilus to the vessels of the world of Atzilus. We know that there's such a thing that in a, the ten spheres have Oiris and Kalim, have the lights and the vessels, because the Kav, the light that shines in Atzilus, is completely still simple. And it's still is Legabe our worlds, Legabe the lower worlds, it's still too infinite. Because even though the Kav is Be'ein Arich, Legabe Arin Sof, but 
it's still a line of light from our insuf, and therefore any light that would come from that is still completely united with the Kav, and still united with Hashem completely, and therefore the light would continue in an infinite way, and there also wouldn't be an ability for there to be form, for there to be Chachma, Bina, Das, for there to be the different aspects of Atzilus, that also can't come from the R, but rather that only comes from as the R is Mislabish and the Kalim. Or, Bechlal, the general rule is light is what everything is. Kalim means the way things manifest. Kalim are those vessels that Hashem emanates that makes that the light should have finitude, that the light should be contracted and should also take the form of the ten spheres. That's what the Kalim do. And therefore it comes out that Iker Hagbalas Ha'or Huayadei Hakli. The Hagbalah, the limiting of the light of the of Atsilus is through the Kalim, through the vessel. So now that means that seems to be saying that the Kalim of Atsilus are gvul, are finite, because they're limiting the light of the Kav. But obviously, when we say that the Kalim are finite, that doesn't mean that they're mamish finite, like the finitude, like the limitations that we speak about in our lower worlds. Because down here below in lower worlds, when it comes to the Koyach and Chayi the divine force and vitality in the actual created beings, in trees and butterflies, etc., that's mamish finite. That's what we call finite, where there's a a stop to it. It's only this much amount and not more. Every single created thing has to have only a certain amount of godly light, literally finitude. Even all of heaven and earth is an exact amount of how much Hashem decides, how much light, there's going to be in heaven and earth. That from the earth to the first rakia, from the earth to the first of the heavens is 500 years. Each of the seven heavens is also 500 years. And we know that the Rambam teaches in Murinavuchim, a philosophical rule, that any time you have an object that's finite, an infinite power can never be enclosed in that. And therefore, since heaven and earth are finite, must be the godly light of Mamali Kolaman that actually encloses itself in heaven and earth to manifest in heaven and earth, that taka is finite like we call finitude. But the kalim of Atsilus, the vessels of Atsilus, even though we're saying that they're magbil the R, they cause finitude to the light. But we can't say that the kalim are actually finite chalila, like the finitude of created things down here below. Because like philosophy says, that in a finite thing, you, infinity cannot be enclosed. And yet we know that the R is me'en amar. The light of the Kav that's enclosed within the ten spheres of Atsilus, Beslapshus Mamish, that are Mamish within the ten spheres of Atsilus, that's still ain't so oblique vul. So how would that be able to be enclosed within the Kalim? You can't have an infinite power in a finite thing if the Kalim of Atsilus are finite and limited the same way you would talk about created things down here below being finite and limited. But rather we understand that when we say the word gvul, finite, in Atzilus, the Hagbala itself is Atzmos Elokos. It's still Hashem's being. It's not something outside of Himself. In other words, what the Kalim are, are in Atzilus, Hashem's ability to make the light finite.
Not that the Kalim themselves are finite. What the Kalim are, are the Koyach HaPoyl Shel HaTzilus, the actual force within Atsilus that causes the light to become contracted and concealed, that actually holds the light back that it shouldn't manifest in an infinite way. For as we learn that Atmos has a special ability to contract his the Koyach Atmos to contract himself that it shouldn't shine in an infinite way, and that ability of Atmos to contract himself outside himself's Kiviochol, that's what the Kli is. That's called the vessel. And therefore causes the symptom meaning the Kalim are still, so to speak, they're still within Orin Sof, in a way, within the Kav, and the Kalim don't have an actual finitude, but actually they cause finitude to happen in the lower worlds, so in the second answer, the Rebbe Shab is saying that the ten, the kalim, the vessels are not actual finitude, but the ability to cause finitude to happen. And to explain this, he brings a very simple muscle. It's like the power in your hand to write, to write. When with your hand you want to write, you want to write letters. You know, you could you could take a pen and you could just write lines, you know, without ending, just making a line that has no end. But that's not going to be a ice. That's not going to be a letter. If you want to write words and letters, so you have to do tzimtzum and let's say only write the letter aleph. When with your hand you're only writing the letter aleph, you're doing a tzimtzum. That's the kli, the vessel in your hand, the ability that your hand has not only to write, but to be mitzamtzim and to limit what you're writing, only small lines. To make an aleph, you have to make small lines. You can't make a huge line, that's not an aleph. So within your hand, the koyach the vital force in your hand is two equal forces. The revelation of the ability to write without end, and the ability of the hand to only write small little lines, to do that tzimtzum. And that's like what Kalem Datsilus is. That Kalem Datsilus make vul outside of Atsilus. Chutzlatz Musa in the created worlds when it comes to created beings. Kalem Datsilus are not really finite. They're just the ability for there to be that the light should be contracted outside of Atsilus. Just like the power in your hand to contract and make small lines is not mamish finite, it's not a limitation. The fact that your hand could make small lines to be able to write letters, that's not a limitation for two reasons. First of all, because it's a Hagbala Ritzoynis. It's a voluntary thing. You, you want to make small lines so that you could write a letter. So therefore, it's not something outside of you. It's not a limitation on you. A limitation is only if something else is limiting you. But where the fact that your hand could make small lines to be able to write letters, that's not a limitation. It's because it's voluntary. It's what you want to do. And the second reason that the power in your hand is not really a limitation is because what the limitation that the power of your hand is doing is outside of the hand. Within the hand, there's no actual limitation. It's that outside of the hand, it's going to make lines that are small lines so that you could write letters. And the same thing when it comes to Kalem Datsilus. First of all, it's Hagbalar Etzaynus that Hashem is making that He wants His light to be contracted to be able to bring about worlds. 
that the Chayus, the divine vitality that's Nimshach B'Poyel Bin Evroim, that actually comes down into created beings, should be finite Mamish, and that's Hashem's ability to do that in a voluntary way. There's nothing limiting Hashem. And second of all, it's only outside of Atzilus. Outside of Atzilus in the lower worlds, the light is being limited by the vessels. But the vessels within Atzilus are not finite. I mean, we're calling them gvul because vis-a-vis the higher levels of Ari and Sof, they're finite, and they cause finitude to happen outside of Atsilus. But in Atsilus itself, the kalim are not finite. In other words, the kalim are really gvul bekoyach loy bepoyel. That, the, that, that finitude is the potential in Atsilus for there to be finitude, but not actual gvul of the kalim. The Hagbala Bapoyal, the actual finitude is only in Bia, in the lower worlds of Briyatsir and Asiya, not as they're in Atsilus. Parenthetically, this second answer of the Rebbe Roshab is based on a mimer from his grandfather, the Tzemach Tzedek. And the Tzemach Tzedek wrote in this mimer that this is based on that the Alter Rebbe in Tanya, in Igeris HaKodesh, chapter 20, the Yir V'chayoi Chad, there the Alter Rebbe, which by the way the Alter Rebbe wrote right before he passed away in the town Piena, that there the Alter Rebbe's mashma that the Kalim and Atzilus are Gvul Mamish, like the first answer that we were giving in this mimer. And Tzemach Tzedek says that that's probably more correct. The first answer is probably more correct than the second answer, which is saying that the Kalim and Atzilus are not Gvul Mamish, it's just the ability to do finitude outside of Atzilus. But based on this, Mikola Nal, now we could understand the same thing when it comes to the Kav. Which Kav, on one hand, is Amshacha of Gvul and Mida, finite, limited light, and the Shoyrish, the root of its Amshach, is the Koyach HaGvul Sheb Ein Sof, the last level of Ein Sof. But we have to understand that when that Koyach of Gvul, when that light of Gvul, the lowest level of light, is still in Ein Sof, it's not Gvul Mamish. If in Kalim Datsilus, which is a lower level, it's like that, how much more so? <clears throat> that when the light, the last level of the light of Orin Sof, is still in Orin Sof, it's not Mamish Gvul, it's the ability to do Gvul outside itself. When that light is still in Orin Sof, it's still Ein Sof Mamish, according to the second answer. Even when he has a will for there to be worlds. And that's why there has to be Tzimtzum. But according to this, it comes out that therefore the Kav, even though it's Me'en Amor, it's a light from Ein Sof, Yet, because according to this second answer, there's no aspect of gvul, of finitude in Orin Sof at all, no gvul, so therefore when the Kav, it's, it's only Ein Sof's ability to do gvul outside of Orin Sof, so therefore according to this, the Kav, which is a Bechin of Gvul Amida, and how much more so Chochmah Datzilas, are completely incomparable to Ein Sof completely. Even the lowest level of Orin Sof and how much more so the higher levels of Orin Sof. Because in this second answer, in Ein Sof is included only the Koyach to do Gvul outside Ein Sof. And therefore the Kav Legabe, this level, is Be'en Aroich. 
And to answer the question of a chaydish, according to the second answer, comes out that chachmadat silus is a damel elyon legabe the kav, because the kav is also a finite line of light, but it's be'en areich legabe all the levels of orin sof before tzimtzum, even the last level where the kav is coming from, and how much more so the higher levels of orin sof, and that's chachmamayin timatse, it's like yesh mayin, like a new created thing, because it's actual finitude, even though again, we just said the kalem dat silus is not actual finitude, but it's a, a actual finite power, like your hand has a finite power to do, to write small letters. So, so therefore, the chachma is yesh ma'ayin lagabi orin sof, and that's the second answer the Rebbe Roshab gives. So it comes out according to this, what's the difference between the two answers that he gave so far? The difference is whether we say there's actual gvul in Orin Sof. The first answer says that Orin Sof Lamailat in Ketz Lamatar in Tachlis is coming to teach you that within Orin Sof there's Mamash the Indian of Gvul. And the second answer is saying that no, it's like the hand that only makes limited lines outside itself, that the hand's ability to make letters is outside itself, that to, to make things smaller. So, so to speak, same thing, Orin Sof doesn't have Gvul in it, like the first answer. The kav is orin sof doing gvul outside of itself. Now the Rebbe Shab gets to the third answer, and this third answer is even more removing the inyan of gvul from not only from orin sof but from the kav. This third answer is going to be that not only does the kav come from the higher level of orin sof that than we than in the first two answers, meaning from orin sof that's infinite, but the kav itself is also infinite. That's going to be the third answer. That the Rebbe Shab says that the meaning everything I said now since the Maimra Chodesh, because this question of whether chacham is yesh or giloy ahelam from the kav from orin sof, he asked in a Chodesh, and he said one way of answering it is everything we said until now, which essentially is that there's an Indian of Gvul, there's an Orha Gvul in Orin Sof Mamish, the last level of Orin Sof. But all this, the Rebbe Shab says, Vakolze, these first two answers that speak about the Indian of Gvul and Orin Sof, whether actual Gvul, or the ability to do Gvul to do limitations outside itself, Kolze is, is according to the Mimer of the Alter Rebbe from Torah Or, Yaviu Levush Malchus. In that Maimon Torah, Yavil Avush Malchus is where the Alt Rebbe brings the Kabbalistic idea that the Kav is, has already the Indian of Esosphirus, that meaning that the Kav is already finite. But says the Rebbe Rashab, however, in most Maimor Echsidus, in most Drushim, in most, that's what the Rebbe Rashab is saying, in most places, in Chasidus it says the opposite, that the Kav itself is also, when Hashem reintroduces the Kav back into the Chalal, even though it's only like a line of light with an up and a down, but it itself is still infinite. Meaning it comes from the Orin Sof that's Bilti Balgvul, that's infinite. It comes from the highest level of Orin Sof, meaning even higher than the lower levels, that Tzimtzum was in the lower levels of Orin Sof, and the Kav is coming from the higher level of Orin Sof that's infinite, and therefore the Kav is also Ein Sof because it's Me'ena Mor. The Kav is like Hashem's infinite light, and therefore the Kav has the power of infinity, and therefore Kav is able to make all sorts of Yechudim. All the unifications of opposites, which is a power of Ein Sof that all comes from Kav, meaning that Or Ein Sof that's infinite contracted itself into a line. In other words, this third answer is that the Kav is still Or Ein Sof Mamish, that's infinite. 
But it's just that, it contra- that Orin Suf contracted into a Kav. That it should be able to be enclosed into Kalim to vessels, but it's Mamish still the Abishter's infinite revelation, Mamish of Atmas revealing everything that he is, but that it should be able to be enclosed into vessels that have Bittel, meaning an Atsilus, etc. And the Rebbe Shab gives an example of this kind of, the way that this third answer is understanding the Tzimtzum. is like it says, that Hashem was between the two poles of the Ark. Now what does that mean when we say that Hashem was between the two poles of the Ark? I mean, Hashem did Tzimtzum to create the whole world. Hashem had to do tzimtzum to create everything in the world. What does it mean that Hashem did tzimtzum to put a shechina between the two poles of the ark? And the answer is, there's a different type of tzimtzum. This is the type of tzimtzum that the Alter Eben Chapter 4 of Tanya talks about, the tzimtzum of Torah, where really it's what's called condensing in English. The word in English would be, we would say condense. Where orange sof that's infinite... That symptom of God condensing that all of His infinite light, Mamish, should be between the two poles in the Holy of Holies and the Kedosh HaKadoshim. Like as we see that Shleim HaMelech saw this vision as he said that The heavens and the heavens, heavens can contain you, God, but this house will contain you. Meaning in this house, there's the light that the heaven, heavens cannot contain. Meaning the opposite. The tzimtzum that Hashem does to create the worlds is that He takes a, makes His light smaller. But when it comes to the Kav, or like in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, Hashem's not making His light smaller. He's bringing all of our stuff that's infinite in that condensed version. And that's what the Kav is. The Kav is Orin Sof Mamash condensing itself into a line of light. And that, that this, that this is the type of symptom that's happening for Kav, is what's brought in other places in Hasidus, the language that Nogabai had symptom. That the symptom only touches it, meaning it's not that it Mamash contracts it like the lower levels of Orin Sof, that symptom completely moves out of the Halal. The Kav is not being contracted. I mean, it's being condensed. It's all of Orin Sof from the highest levels of Orin Sof before the light where God has a will for worlds. At that highest level of Orin Sof that the Tzimtzum doesn't touch, that's where the Kav is coming from. So the Kav is Mamish infinite, and therefore it's Mamish like Gilead Helem. But then he says, the Rebbe Shab says, if that's the case, it's Mamish, the Kav is just revealing Orin Sof in the form of a line. How is it also Yeshma Ayin? And the answer is because the Kav before its symptom is like the ray of the sun when it's still in the sun. We know that the Or Ziv Hashemesh, the ray of the sun when it's still in the sun, is Mamash like part of the sun. You can't even call it a ray. Before the ray of the sun leaves the sun, you wouldn't even call it a ray. It's just really the sun. It's only when it's in the atmosphere do you see it as a ray of light. But when it's included in the luminary, it's completely zero and nothingness. And so too when it comes to Kav, when Kav is in its source, it's completely Mamish's part of Orin Sof. Before the Tzimtzum, the Kav is not felt to be anything other than Orin Sof. It's like the ray of the sun still in the sun. And especially according to what we learned in the previous Maimah, that all of Orin Sof before Tzimtzum is like an Indian of Yechelas. So before the Kav comes out as a separate Metzius of Or, then everything is included within God. And therefore the Kav is Yeshma Ayin because when the Kav comes out to be a separate line of light, the Metzius of R, that's a Yesh, Legabe, its source when it's still Ayin. When the Kav was still included within the rest of Arin Sof, it's Ayin, it's, it's just part of Arin Sof. So for it to come as a Yesh, a line of light, that's Yeshma Ayin. 
But now don't forget we're saying that in this third answer that when the Kav does come out as a Yesh, as a Metzias of a Kav, but it's condensed Orin Sof Habligvul, the highest levels of Orin Sof is condensed in Kav. And so therefore now, according to this third answer, so it's true that it's Yeshma'ayin, but it's a different type of Yeshma'ayin. It's a Yeshma'ayin, not that it's Mamish new. It's a Yeshma'ayin that it's a Metzius of Or. It's not completely Batul B'Metzius within Orin Sof. But the Kav is still infinite. And now we're saying that Chochma is a Damal Elyon, Atzilus is Odom, is a Damal Elyon, Lagabe Akav. And we just learned that Kav is only Gilei Ahelem from Orin Sof. So it comes out according to this third answer that an Atzilus is Mamish Odom that resembles the Most High, Legabi Or HaKav, means that it resembles Mamish the highest levels of Orin Sof before Tzimtzum. Because the Kav still has the Bligvul in it, and therefore Chochma is a Damele Elyon, Legabe. In other words, here it's, here it's the opposite. The, here we're saying that Chachma is mamish resembling the highest levels of Aryan Sof before Tzimtzum because that's what the Kav is and the Kav is Me'ena Mor. And based on all of this, now we could answer the questions we asked at the beginning of the Mimer, why only an Adam could bring a Korban. Adam, which we just learned is Adam Elyon reflecting the Most High. Only an Adam, one who is Adam Elyon, who reflects the Most High, is able to bring a carbon. Why is that? Because what's the general Indian of Korbanus? What's Korbanus all about? The Indian of Birurim. The Indian to take, to be Mevarer, to take a physical animal and bring it up to its source, that it should be included in the supernal fire, the Eshelamatan, Eshelamayla, the higher fire, the lower fire. But to be able to make such a Birur has to come from Atsilus. Because Atsilus has to be the one that turns it into godliness mamish. Because Atsilus is a Damala Elyon, meaning that it has Dveikos to its source, like we learn that the lights of Atsilus come from the Kav. In the third answer, which the Kav is Mamash Adamala Elyon, it's completely Bedveikos to its source, and therefore it's like its source, and therefore the lights of Atsilus are Adamala Elyon, is especially through their Dveikos. That's if you remember the questions he asked in the beginning of the Maim Radafka through Dveikos, could one bring a carbon? Why do you have to have Dveikus Adam? Adam is Dveikus, that's how you bring a carbon, because in order to draw down that highest, most supernal lights of Aryan Sof, one has to have Dveikus to the source, and so to Neshamas Dat Silas are called Adam. If you remember in the Maimar HaChedish, we learned about Zer Adam and Zer Behema, those Neshamas of Atsilas that are more Adam, and that's because of their Dveikus. And the lower level, the servants, we're going to learn about Mitzvah Shem, how they reach God's essence even more than this. But but right now he's saying that the Adam is Dveikus to Aryan Sof, and that's what the Zohar Zohar means praiseworthy of the Jewish people that God calls them Adam because of Atma Dveikim. That's why they're called Adam through the Dveikus. And it has to do with Korbanis because Dafka, the Dveikus of Adam, is able to bring a Korban. Which is why the Shleimus and the ultimate way of bringing Korbanis is going to be when Mashiach comes because that's when we're all going to reach the level of Adam. And now to answer the question, and so the Zohar brings the Pasuk of Atama Dveikim to bring the union of Dveikus, but the Medrash, which is the Chitzonius of Torah vis-a-vis the Zohar, brings the Pasuk as a person connects Yidvak Ezrael Mosneish, as a person connects a belt to their hips. Why did the Medrash bring that Pasuk of the of connecting the belt, which is seemingly something external? And the answer is we're going to learn in the next Mimer. Because until now, what we've been learning is that what part of Atsilus is Adam Elyon, the Oiris, the lights of Atsilus that come from the Kav. But the Kalim, we learned are finite, that don't have the same kind of Dveikus. But we're going to learn in the next Mimer, the secret of Iragamai Chad, that they, they might not be as completely unified as the Oiris of Atsilus, but even 
even the vessels of Atsilas also are unified with God. And so the Zohar is talking about the Dveikus of the Oiris, and therefore brings the Pasuk Vatma Dveikim Bavalikechem, which is Dveikus Mamish. And the Medrash is talking about the Kalim that we're going to learn in the next Mimer, that the Kalim are also called Adam. Because they have dveikus, and it might not be like one thing that's mamish, the unity of light, but it's still another thing that's connected. Meaning it's like a something that becomes connected with the per- the belt, becomes connected with the person wearing it, wearing it. And so too, the kalim of Atsilas have the yichud of yichudi law, like it says in Tanya chapter 20 and 21. And we're going to learn Mitzvah Shem in the next Mimer, how the kalim also are mamish adam and that's the secret of Adam Kiyakriv, that to bring a carbon is dafka through an Adam, because Adam is dveikus, and therefore he's, the dveikus makes that he resembles the most supernal, and therefore through that he could have the power to bring a carbon.